Father, thank you again for uh, calling us to this place, Lord, for the commitment of your people uh, to be here. Lord, we would come before you again this evening and say, would you teach us by your Spirit? Would you minister to our hearts and lives? May you strengthen us to serve you all our days. In Jesus' name, Amen. Last month, we had Simon here, uh, which was great, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, it, it is good to occasionally have a, a fresh voice and an outside voice, but, but somebody who knows us as well, and uh, uh, fully expecting Simon to be back with us for our final session next month as well, uh, which is uh, on Come Holy Spirit. Uh, that's the 20th of July. It's, it's our, our final one. It's the third Monday, uh, just to say about that. And uh, uh, that will be one where it's probably going to be sort of half teaching and half opportunity for prayer and ministry in appropriate ways, only as people want it, um, uh, nothing forced at all. Um, but we want to allow on that final session uh, an opportunity to uh, uh, engage a little bit more uh, with uh, the help and ministry of the Holy Spirit, given that we're teaching about him and uh, enabling him to do that. So uh, that's just a, a flag up for uh, uh, next week, uh, next month. So, last time Simon was talking about um, the subject of a God of mission, uh, and particularly um, linking in to um, our, our personal witness and evangelism as Christians. Um, but he started with just, you know, why do mission? And that um, mission was at the heart of the Trinity, uh, as we were thinking about when we talked about relationships as well, of our, our Trinitarian God, you know, and that mission if you like, was in the heart of the Father, um, realized on earth through the Son, uh, God amongst us, uh, but equally um, the Holy Spirit uh, there on the day of Pentecost again, sending people out um, in mission. And uh, the three persons of the Trinity uh, fully uh, committed as one uh, to, to mission. And Simon was reminding us that, you know, the prime motivation for mission from God was the inexhaustible love of God uh, that seeks to evoke a response uh, from us. And also, um, he highlighted right at the beginning as well, uh, God's mission, not just about individual salvation, Yes, we long to see people uh, come to a living faith in Christ, and it is about that. But as well, as we look at the whole of Scripture, it's about the redemption and renewal of the whole of creation. Uh, and that's where history is working towards. You know, It's not winding down and going to fizzle out. It's working towards that renewal and redemption of the whole of creation. So, he sort of started with those sort of large building blocks and uh, part of the motivation. He then asked us as well, didn't he? And we had a bit of feedback, you know, about, you know, well, 
why mission? What motivates us? And we had, you know, lots of uh, uh, good answers there, you know, in terms of uh, obedience to, to God's command, uh, the love of God, that the heart of God that uh, um, inspires us because we want to see people come into a living relationship with God and what have you. He gave us an example from uh, uh, Luke 19, just uh, uh, taking sort of the biblical example of uh, Zacchaeus. And I'm not going into all of that, I'm not going to repeat the session at all, just uh, reminding you, but some of the pointers there were, you know, that one of our motivations for mission is, if you like, when people encounter Jesus, things change for the better. That was one of the things that Simon brought to us. He brought to us that Jesus had a reputation for good news, and that as God's people... uh, We are bearers of good news. Do we have the reputation of good news? But also he was pointing out from the story of Zacchaeus that Jesus was saying, I want to come where you are. And again, that's another dimension to our um, mission as the people of God. It's not just about saying, oh, come to church, come to us. It's about going and being where people are, and that's the mission of God in the whole world, in the real world. But yes, you know, that encounter with Jesus, uh, one of the things he said was, you know, uh, so many of people in the, in, the, in the scriptures, in the gospels we see are most at home with the holiest man who ever lived. Although they might have had lives that were a bit of a mess, they weren't cast aside by Jesus in the midst of their sinfulness and our sinfulness they were encountering a holy Jesus who was not judging them but inviting them to change in love, in a relationship uh, with him so that was a few things uh, from Zacchaeus, a a lot more um, but really flagging up, you know, two hallmarks for us as God's people in mission the hallmarks of holiness and love. Not holier than thou, but holiness and love. Both of those, real holiness and real love, are very attractive. They really are. Uh, and then, um, as I say, he, he, he linked us into uh, um, both the encouragement from Acts 3.6, uh, from Peter, what I have, I give you. Uh, you know, to the um, to the lame man at the beautiful gate. And Simon said, you know, we already have everything we need to do whatever God asks of us. The power of God living in and through Peter, but living in and through you and me. And then 1 Peter 3.15, uh, you know, it's um, always be prepared to give a reason for the hope you have within you to everyone who asks, doing it with gentleness and respect. That verse. And uh, Simon was just saying, why would anyone ask? Uh, And three thoughts there, you know, when they see extravagant love, when there's a ruthless pursuit of holiness and a demonstration of power. And uh, one of the thoughts he was leaving with us is, are we as, as a church, but as individuals 
provoking questions. Engage with the God of mission. It's not so much about just going up to people and telling them, but about engaging with them. And when they ask questions, then we have the opportunity uh, to share of our faith uh, with them. There was lots more. Uh, and then the second part uh, was where we engaged with thinking about our story of faith up to now, or how we encountered Christ. And just beginning to think about that, uh, that's not always easy. That's not always always comfortable, and some of us will find that a bit easier than others. But then we had that, that time, didn't we, where we were able to just think through and, and what might be the, the, the two or three key things we might say about our story. We all have a story in God uh, that we can just share with others. And, and sometimes it's easy to share with one another, first of all, before um, other people. He took four sort of stages. My life before I encountered Christ, when I realized I needed Christ, how I encountered Christ, my life since I encountered Christ. Uh, Just sort of four ways to sort of hang our story on, if you like. This final question was, what is your most recent testimony of God's work in your life? Because that's good as well, isn't it? in terms of uh, sharing with others um, that people know that something real is going on in our lives. So, that's a bit of a recap from last, uh, from last time.